Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the updates, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we're going to talk about Form I-9, the federal form about verifying uh, the legality of someone to work for you. There's a bunch of increased federal enforcement recently, and it's going to require some proactive measures on behalf of your organization. Oh, and don't forget, we're available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and Google Play. Check us out, subscribe. You can also find us at peopleprocesses.com, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So let's dive right in. The U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, is stepping up enforcement efforts of unauthorized workers by tripling its numbers of officers and quintupling the number of enforcement actions in 2018. As a result, employers need to be proactive and ensure that they are hiring authorized workers and that their Form I-9 practices are in compliance. There's a new report by Expert HR that covers all this. Otherwise, employers may be ICE's next target. Under the Immigration Reform and Control Act, IRCA, if an employer knowingly or hires or continues to employ an unauthorized worker, it can be exposed to criminal and civil penalties. The IRCA applies to all entities, large and small, corporate, individual, nonprofit, regardless of the number of employees in the employer's workforce. Limited exceptions to the I-9 rules include individuals hired for domestic employment that is sporadic, irregular, or intermittent, independent contractors authorized to work in the U.S., B-1 domestic servants, B-1 trainees on short-term training programs, employees hired before November 7th, 1986, and continuously employed since then, and individuals who are not working physically in the United States. Other than that, you, can't, you it's against the law to hire someone who is not authorized to work in the United States. While it may be daunting to stay current with the form's evolving technical requirements, the failure to do so may expose an employer to audits, fines, and or criminal prosecutions, which could include prison time, says Melissa A. Silver, the legal editor at Expert HR. One kind of asterisk, key eligibility issue for employment that's facing many employers is related to employees who are beneficiaries under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, DACA. Keeping up with the legal developments regarding DACA is a challenge, and employers need to ensure that they stay up to date on this continually evolving issue when verifying employment eligibility and authorization of new hires. We will keep you updated on our podcast whenever there's a change on DACA. In the meantime, the other key potential trap for employers is ensuring that they employ an authorized workforce. So outside of DACA, you need to make sure that everyone who works for you is authorized to work in the United States. But you have to weigh that. You have to, you have to avoid engaging in discrimination during the Form I-9 process. In order to ensure compliance, employers should take various actions, the keys of which we're going to lay out right here. One, this is the easiest one and yet the hardest and the one I see the most employers get wrong. Closely follow the directions mandated on the Form I-9. Do not request any additional information or documents beyond what is mandated on the Form I-9. Also, allow the employees to choose which of the approved documents the employee will be used in completing the Form I-9. 
Do not mandate that any particular document will be presented by the employee. Do not pre-check driver's license and birth certificate. Let them pick. Another key thing, and this is something just kind of from a paperwork issue that's important to do, wait until after the prospective employee has accepted the employment offer before verifying the new hire's eligibility for work or requesting completion of the Form I-9. Do not put it with your application. Put it with your onboarding paperwork after they accept the offer. Finally, uh, or you know, another kind of key piece is to train employees involved in the Form I-9 process not to refuse to hire a prospective employee just because he or she presented documentation with a future expiration date. This is kind of a tricky thing, and, and you just need to make sure your managers or hiring managers know this. If they're legal to work right now, they're legal to work. You've, you've made the offer. You're good. Just because they have, say, a visa that expires in two years does not mean that at that point you cannot not hire them. But it would be a discriminatory issue if you do that. Finally, avoid making hiring, retention, or termination decisions on the basis of actual or perceived citizen status, national origin, or the employee's native language. The, uh, we, we don't allow discrimination in the United States on national origin. Okay, So it's important that if you've made the offer, pretty much as long as they fill out the I-9 form and show legally that they are allowed to work there, that you do hire them. Don't let the I-9 form be something that, that causes you to uh, uh, not hire someone. Unless, of course, they can't fill it out because they don't have the documentation, then don't hire them. All right, last up. To ensure compliance with the IRCA and the Form I-9 requirements, employers should establish uniform policies that apply a few things. One, whether to copy the supporting documents. Don't copy some people's and not others. Two, the storage of the I-9 form. Make sure you store them well in the same place, that they're easily accessible. You need to be able to address credible reports of suspected unlawful employment and or fraudulent identity. If you get something that looks hinky, you need to have a process in place that says what to do at that point and apply it equally. Finally, you need to have a policy of how long you keep the records and how and how quickly you purge them. Okay. So if you have any questions about that, of course, we can dive into more of those in depth if you'd like on, a, on another podcast. Just drop us a question on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. We'd love to put it out there for you. You can, of course, contact Poplar Financial if you want to set it up something for your own organization. To conclude, I just want to take a quote uh, from Mr. from Silver uh, from Expert HR. Quote, with increased scrutiny on employers' hiring practices, especially those from no of non-U.S. citizens, employers need to ensure that they verify the employment authorization and identity of new hires. Although challenging, Having a Form I-9 compliance program and training personnel on properly completing the Form I-9 will help, minimi minim will help minimize the costly pitfalls of non-compliance. It's not a big deal. It's something you get done in an afternoon. Make sure you have your stuff straight going forward, and you're going to be in great shape to handle this. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. I wanted to give you an update. There's a big jump in enforcement on these, and we want to make sure that, that all of our uh, clients and listeners are just taking a little bit of time necessary to make sure they do this right. Have a great day. My name is Rami Alijil, and I appreciate you tuning in and listening. Go out there and get your work done. <laughs>